Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 117 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, Arlena Allen walks us through her recovery journey and how getting laid off from her longtime sales job is how she's able to play it forward and start her dream career. The podcast host and coach uses her many years of recovery to help women change their relationship with alcohol. This is a fantastic episode, so let's get into it. All right, Miss Arlena Allen, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm so great. It's so nice to talk to you. We're in the new year. New yes. you? What does that mean? I don't know. 2021. <laughs> Holy shit. Hold on, everybody. <laughs> I know, right? Well, it's, you know, it's, it's, a, it's kind of arbitrary, but it is an opportunity to sort of like reset, right? Like everybody's kind of resetting. It's a new calendar year. So it's a good, it's a good time to be like, what do I want to do this year? Let's just yeah. start over. Right. Um, I want to talk to you about like your podcast you had for four years, but also uh, sober life school and all that good stuff. But speaking of resetting, and we were just talking about this, you recently got laid off from your job and you, you actually are like really happy about it. Yeah. In the theme of resetting, can you tell me about that? And, and maybe if we could loop in your recovery journey and how that has been fueling you, uh, for the last couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would love to. So it was, am I allowed to swear on this? Yes. <laughs> I ask Absolutely. because I'm like Julie fucking Andrews spinning on top of the mountain. <laughs> I'm like, I'm free at last. I'm free at last. No, I've been doing high tech sales in Silicon Valley for the last 10 years. I've lived my whole life in Silicon Valley mm-hmm. and I just knew for a very long time, it wasn't my purpose. Right. And I was living, I felt like I was living a double life. Like back in the old days, I got sober April 23rd of 94. So I've been sober 
very long time. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean, most recently I felt like I was living this double life. Like I needed the money and I needed to support my family and high tech sales. Uh, I was selling at the enterprise level. So it was really good money. Yeah. But, um, and I, and last year with COVID, it, I had the year of my career. Cause I just happened to be in the right place at the right time. I sold VPN, which means, um, enterprise accounts, companies, um, could like Boeing and Amazon and all those big companies, they had to allow their workforce to work from home. So virtually right. every customer I had had to buy. So I hit my annual number by June. Whoa. Yeah. It okay. was a very good year for me. And plus I got to do it all in my pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. So, so good. What was that like? And then, so you got laid off though. Yeah. Our if you're hitting got- all your marks and like way ahead of schedule, how does yeah. someone get laid off? The a company did so well, it got acquired. It was a startup. <laughs> Damn it. Got acquired. And what was really interesting is that I was the only inside salesperson that got hired on. I was the first one because their whole entire inside sales team was outsourced through a company that had a prison work program. The they were, it was amazing. I love this company. It was such a good company. They had such a big heart. Like they're all about second chances. And so these women that were in prison were learning these professional technology skills. Right. Whoa. And so yeah, so cool. And so they were, you know, they're on the phone making calls into um enterprise level accounts, trying to set appointments for me as an inside salesperson. And um, when they were, when they graduated, air quotes on a podcast, um, they were eligible to be an inside sales rep through this other company. And so what the company that I worked for ended up doing is they brought them all in under the main company's umbrella, right? They brought them all Mm -hmm. in house. Well, I was the only one that wasn't. And when we got acquired, the acquiring company had a no felon policy. So they just wiped out the whole team. What? (laughs) You're not a felon. No, but I did not want to call that out because um, I, I didn't want it. My, my former boss was like, you could probably set up a call with HR and let them know that that you were the only one that wasn't. And I thought, you know what? No, because they're going to pay me for two months. Yeah. And then I qualified for unemployment after that. And I was transitioning. I I just got, you know, officially, I've been sober for a very long time and helping women for a very long time, but I just got officially certified. Okay. I got certified in NLP a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And then um, I got certified as uh, a recovery coach and I'm in the process of getting like another dozen. So I was like already in the process of transitioning out, but I didn't think it was going to happen for a few years. Right. Right. I figured, oh, it's oh, like do- a launching pad. Like this yeah. was your time to shine. Yeah. And I had created a couple of programs. I have a program called Sobriety Reset. And this mm-hmm. is for people who either are sort of new to recovery and need the information that starts from like the ground up, like the foundation. And it's also really good for people who have relapsed, right? Mm. It's like, you get to reset your sobriety and it's like, here, let's just clean the slate. Let's get some good foundational information. I talk a lot about, you know, like the rewiring your brain, the dopamine reward system, um, 
you know, do this now, do this in five days, do this. And, you know, what do you do your first week? You know, even how do you prepare before your first week? Like all, all that groundwork that needs to, how to break through the denial, mm. man, girl, I am telling you the denial is strong. And some yeah. people <laughs> makes me crazy. Yes. But, yeah. <laughs> So, and then I also have another program. It's called Reinvent, and it's a six week self esteem workshop. And I feel like all the information is out there, but people have a hard time applying it to their own lives. And so we do it in small groups. It's typically between six and 12 people that we get together. It's in a safe little bubble, and mm. we do the work together. Mm. So we, we sort of like start, it's a very forward facing, like yeah. a lot of programs are like, let's dig into the past and resolve all that and blah, blah, blah. There are great programs for that. That's not what this is. This is, yeah. you know, create a new vision for your life. You know, what do you want? You know, let's get clear about that and do some law of attraction work. And then um, and then we do a little bit of releasing resistance. So the only reason you don't have what you want is because you don't believe you deserve it. We all sort of live within this thermostat. We don't get too high. We don't get too low. We have like this little comfort zone that we mm. burn. It's a rut that you furnish. <laughs> but the idea of the class is that, you know, let's, let's identify like, why don't you have one of the exercises in the class? One of my favorite exercises is why don't you have what you want? And whatever your answer is, it's the bullshit story you're telling yourself. <laughs> it's the fucking denial. And so, hmm. but it's okay. nice. To, yeah. And so we do a little bit of releasing resistance. Um, there's like unresolved um, subconscious guilt and shame. And so those are the blocks that prevent us from receiving what we really want. Right. It's like, I need to do some of that right now. <laughs> right now, girl, I got you. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, yeah, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, oh, we all have areas of growth, right? And I know, I know, you are someone who does your own work, so yes. um, I'm sure that there's, you know, it's the whole take what you like, leave the rest thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I'm at 26 years of sobriety, I still continue to evolve, right? Yeah. There's still, you know, blocks. I don't care how long you've been sober or how much work that you've done. We all could improve our self-esteem. That's something that, you know, ebbs and flows. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I so, love that you're, you're, you're saying that. I love that you're admitting that because so many people, you know, get to this like kind of plateau part in life and in recovery, what have you. Um, but a lot of people are like, oh no, like I've done the work. It's like, Okay, but just because you've done like a hundred sit-ups doesn't mean like you're gonna have abs forever. Like mm -mm. I know, right? You know, no, 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 no. You gotta keep doing this. Just like, or like I love, I do this actually to myself. Mm -hmm. I like, oh yeah, you know, I drank enough water today, like I'm good. And then I wake up, I'm like, I gotta do this all over again. Are you trying to, are you trying to reach a certain like, are you doing half your body weight, body weight in ounces, that kind of thing? Or I'm just trying to get the liquid in my mouth. 
I'm not concerned with numbers or what have you or yeah. a goal. I am just trying to satiate my body. Yes, um, I don't know what that even looks like for me, but like I was looking at my phone to uh, share with you. There's like a drink water app. You can, you can find them. They're free. But oh my like, God. I have a little reminder that pops up on my phone, drink water. I'm like, Oh shit. That's right. <laughs> it also like, sometimes it doesn't even matter how much I drink. Like yeah. I still feel like crazy dehydrated, yeah. but I mean, that's another episode. I think that's like uh, then I need That's to get another rabbit hole. We can go yeah, down. some coconut water, some mineral water, Ooh. you know, and get the whole shabam working. Yeah. Anyways, anyway, um, I love how you know this. This is something that you hold near and dear to your heart, and like constantly evolving and learning and growing because yeah. that is key to to life, and not only just recovery and for sober folks or people who are sober curious. I think it's just life in general. Um, I have a question for you. When, when you were about to get laid off and you basically had the choice, right. Of like, you know, you're, you're at a crossroads here. Like you could go talk to HR and tell them like, Hey, yo, not a felon, like, cool. Keep my job. Or you chose this path of take the severance and start anew. What was going through your mind? Like, were you terrified? No, 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 no. No, no, I had a really good year. So I had a bunch of money in the bank. Um, I'll tell you, my husband was terrified. (laughs) He did not, he did not share my same, Mm. my same Pollyanna optimism. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Like he went, he went right into fear and it's so, yeah, we are so yin and yang that way where I'm like, super optimistic and pot like, but I work at it too. Like, so I live by this idea that no matter how far down the road you go, you're still the same distance from the ditch. Right. Okay. I am, and he's, and he's been sober over 30. I think he's, I should probably know this, but I think he's 32 years sober. So we've yeah. both been sober a long time, but it's because we can have these practices that we do um, consistently. Like, I don't ever feel like I'm immune mm-hmm. from a relapse. Like that would be foolish. I know that if I don't take my medicine, I get sick again. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. 
We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com A-S-G-G today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash A-S-G-G. Mm-hmm. And it happens subtly. It happens. Like I see people go into denial and they don't even know it's happening. It's like this trance. It's like, Oh, I'm fine. I don't need to, I can skip my meditation today. Like we all do that. Right. I can skip my workout. I can skip my meditation. Yeah. I'm not going to go to that meeting or I'm too tired. Right. Mm -hmm. But what, but I know for sure. And I've, I, you know, when I first got sober, they told me that if you stay sober long enough, you'll go to a lot of funerals. And that has been true. That has been true. And I just don't, I made a decision a long time ago that I'm not ever going to be immune. So I continue to do the work because we're either evolving or devolving Mm -hmm. and you can evolve in one area of your life. Like I can get into shape and spend all my time and focus on my body Mm -hmm. and I'll get fit. I'll get thinner. I'll get whatever. Mm -hmm. But if I don't take care of my spiritual, mental, emotional self, that can devolve. So I can both evolve and devolve at the same time. Right. So it requires this, like this type of life kind of requires a vigilance, but it is magical when we take the actions, it's cause and effect, magical things happen. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what keeps me, I forgot what your question was, but anyway, that's what kind of keeps me going. <laughs> well, your husband wasn't oh. in a magical stage. <laughs> he was um, not. Yeah. You kind of getting laid off. And yeah. He's not happy. Using, um, you know, uh, entrepreneur, right. I guess that's what yeah. you would classify it as. Yeah. But you had faith in yourself. Well, we had to have a little talk because okay. it was like, he brought me his unbridled fear. Like he didn't go through his process first. Like, um, and at 30 couple, you know, whatever years of sobriety, he's been in with this COVID thing. It's been really weird. He doesn't like online meetings. And I think he, you know, he just isolated a little bit. So he's kind of in a rut and, um, he just brought me his unbridled fear. And I was like, did you check our bank account? Did you talk to your sponsor? did you, have you been praying and meditating? And the answer was no to all of that. So of course he was just consumed by fear Yeah, and his mind always goes to the dark place. Like we're going to lose everything. Right. Yeah. Bitch, please. No, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Do you not know who I am? (laughs) Also it's, it's like, you're also his wife Mm -hmm. and you know, there has to be some sort of like trust there. Yeah, that, like you know that you're doing what's best for you and for your family, right? Like well, I, you don't seem like the kind of woman who'd just be like, you know what? Let's go off the rails. That's it. We're living on. We're <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. We're doing a yeah. mini house now. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we're gonna go live in a tiny home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. Yeah. No. Uh, and, and in all fairness, like I, I'm so self-centered. I didn't even stop to consider how it would make him feel. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm free. I didn't stop to think about how it would make him feel. And so um, I needed to be open to hearing um, his feelings. 
Like, and that's so funny. Like in relationships, it's like, oh, we're so in touch with our own feelings. We need to have, like, I needed to give him a little grace to have a fucking feeling, right? Like he needed to process through his stuff first. And so he did that. Yeah. Came back to me and was like, can we try this again? And I was like, oh yeah, of course. So when we sat down, I was like, oh, I didn't. I didn't explain or think through how number one, how it would make him feel. But then I realized, and like you said, I'm not sort of like this, let's burn it all down. I'm not flighty like that. Mm -hmm. I was, I'm very pragmatic. And I was like, okay, well, I'll do the spreadsheet. Let's put a time limit on this. And how about if I don't hit some targets within a certain amount of time, I can always go back to sales, right? Yeah. That's something that's always there. So how about we put some a framework and some structure around this so that he could have security. I could have a target. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. so it, it was all fine in the end, but we just had to go through the the process. Yeah. I had to get grounded and he had to mellow the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> And isn't that like the beauty of relationships? Cause it's also yeah. like mirroring back at you, like what stuff maybe you need to, to, to see oh, and, yeah. and to hear. And that's always where I, I tried to come back to is like, whenever there's conflict in relationship, I have over time. Now my default is God just fix me. Like whatever, help me see whatever it is I need to see mm. for my part, you know? Yeah. And be kind and gracious and empathetic to others, but help me to own my part because that's what I'm responsible for. Right. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, responsibility. (laughs) Right. It's fun. It's a fun one. Um, Mm. So how, so how is it going? It's been like six months. No, it's been like six weeks. Oh, shoot. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Right before Christmas. That was my Christmas present. (laughs) Yeah. So today is January 4th and it, I don't think it's quite been a, has it been a month? I think it was, uh, yeah, it was mid December when I got the notice. So it hasn't quite been a month yet, Okay, but it's been going great already. Like I had time to uh, promote my classes. And so I've already started generating income and which just makes, I was like, I wonder I wonder what's going to happen now. It's like sort of, is God going to bless my business? I keep throwing this word out, God, and I always get a little like self-conscious about it because I don't want to like scare people away. I'm not like uber, I'm not like religious, but Mm -hmm. I know that there's like, when you say God, everybody's kind of on board. (laughs) Like they kind of know know what you're referring to. Yeah. Like a a higher power type of thing. Yeah. Um, Universal source or whatever you want to call it. I'm not, I'm not even clear anymore. But I just know it's not me. <laughs> yeah. But um, it was like, I wonder if God's going to bless my business. You know, it's kind of what I've been thinking. And magic, like I got on TV for the first time talking about recovery and yeah. I've gotten some media exposure and it's just all happened after I got laid off. So I was like, oh, all right. Well, wow. we'll just, yeah, we'll just see what happens now. Ride that wave. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that is so exciting. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, you're on like six months. Ah, it's been six weeks. Um, four, six. Four <laughs> weeks. It's just, it's been a little bit. I kind of got the ball rolling. I kind of had the ball rolling already. Like I have a, yeah. a private women's group. There's like, you know, 
over 600 women in there, but it's like a cozy little group in there. And, mm-hmm. and those are the, the women who have grown to know, you know, they, you know, in marketing, they talk about no like, and trust. Mm-hmm. Those are your customers, people that, and they genuinely, I post on there every day. And so they know that I'm, they know, they know me, like they know I care. Like that's first and foremost that they know that I care about what happens and that I have lots of experience of how to help people, you know, through things like self-esteem issues or recovery issues, which in my mind is still all self-esteem issues. Like I know women who keep relapsing until they sort of break through that self-esteem barrier because they have a hard time receiving love. They have a hard time believing that they're worthy of a, a better life. Right. So sometimes that has to be the block that's resolved first before sobriety can be accepted. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. Huh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it all kind of like, I mean, everything, even like relationships we choose, you know, yeah. like you're choosing unavailable people mm-hmm. that comes down to your, your self-esteem and what you think you deserve or what you think you need to do in order to receive love. Um, but uh, you have a relationship with alcohol or any, any like kind of addictive relationship is, is still yeah. a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just like a bottle. <laughs> yeah. That, and you know, that in my mind is like a coping mechanism, right? The, and it, it, it it's interesting because it's not personal, right? The, mm-hmm. the addiction is not really personal. It's a, an attempt to cope with pain or distract, like the purpose of obsession is distraction from pain. And mm-hmm. it's, it requires a presence and focus, like being present in the moment to like the, the, you know, if you put your hand on a hot stove, you pull your hand away from the stove, right? Emotional pain is a little bit different. It's almost the opposite. Like you actually have to lean in yeah, and allow it 
like there's that saying that time heals all wounds, such a lie. The time, time does not heal all wounds. The pain waits. And what happens is that over time it builds and builds and builds until it's crushing. Mm. And sometimes people are just brought to their knees and they think the, the worst moment in their life, what they don't know is that's actually the best moment because that's oftentimes the point of surrender it's the point of willingness. Like people get desperate enough to try something different. Right? right. And that's when change is possible is when we're willing, you know, this idea of self-sufficiency, self-reliance, it's all tied into like pride and ego. And there's, when it comes to addiction, it's super dangerous. We actually need each other. Mm-hmm. We actually need each other. Like, and I'm sure I know that you've had this experience where you share something and somebody else receives it and you can feel it in your heart that they get you. Mm-hmm. And there's something connection. There's some kind of connection, like trauma bonding, I guess they call it. But suddenly you realize you're not alone mm-hmm. and that you can see it in their eyes that they have empathy for you and something about that love and connection melts away the shame. And then I can, then I can receive love. Then I can receive a solution and then I can take a little risk and do something different. And that's when the change happens. Definitely. Um, Arlena, where can we find your programs and podcasts and everything with a sober life school? Yeah. So Sober Life School is like the umbrella that holds everything. So there's the link right at the top that you can access the podcast. I do tend to focus on, you know, people will share their stories about how they did it, but then we talk about solutions like what what are the nuts and bolts? What are the actual steps that they, they, they took to break that addiction? Um, And then there's links to the classes. So there's a sobriety reset, is for people that are really wrestling with the addiction of, you know, alcoholism and drugs. And then um, selfesteemcourse.com is where you can go to sign up for um, the self-esteem class. So okay. there's one actually starting um, this week, but I will have rolling enrollment as well. Great. Um, what is one piece of advice you could give to anyone who is listening who's either struggling with their addiction or like thinking of, of being sober curious, what is something that you can pass along as advice? Well, I would say to not get overwhelmed. Anybody can stay sober one day at a time. And that's why the name of my podcast is ODAT chat, which is not a great name. I realized, cause I didn't know that everybody didn't know what one day at a time, ODAT <laughs> one day at a time, like nobody knows that, <laughs> but that's kind of how I stay sober just one day at a time. You know, I, you know, try to be present with my feelings. Like self-care is like, takes top priority. Right. What is self-care to you? That's such a a trendy kind of like word. I know it does. What the hell is it? Like self-care looks so different for for everyone. So what I'll I'll tell you, let me give you a little analogy and then I'll tell you the actual process, but I've been talking a lot. I don't even know where this came from. I just, it kind of flew into my brain one day when I was thinking about, I have this picture Mm -hmm. that has like no lid and and think of the picture being full of red Kool-Aid. Like you wake up in the morning and your picture is full of red Kool-Aid. Self-care is pouring that out before you go throughout the day, because if you don't, can you imagine, like, the, you know, what else is trendy is this word triggered. Oh, I got triggered right. and yes. explode or whatever. So 
if you don't do self-care in the morning, you're walking around this red with this picture of red full of red Kool-Aid and anybody that bumps into you or triggers you, mm-hmm. you tend to spill that. And if you've ever spilled red Kool-Aid, oh my God, it's mess. It stains, it's sticky, it's messy, yep. you know, and you can clean it up and it always leaves a stain. And so that's how it is. If we don't do self-care in the morning, we could potentially bump into somebody else and spill it all over them. And you can go back and clean it up later. Like I've had, I, you know, listen, I have exploded on people like who were just like, what the fuck is your problem? And it was because I didn't do my self-care. I didn't siphon off all the stress that was going on just under the surface. Right. And I've been able to clean up that relationship, but it was never the same. It's like, once the words come out, it's like squeezing toothpaste out of the tube. Once it comes out, it's very difficult to get it back in. Right. It just stains. And so the self actual self-care practice for me is prayer, meditation, and journaling in the morning. I have a five minute journal. Uh, we don't do video, but yeah, I'm going to show you what it looks like. Cause it's amazing. Um, but it's three things I'm grateful for in the morning. Uh, what would make today great an affirmation. And then at the end of the day, it's three amazing things that happened. And how could I have made today better? And there's like a little positive quote, like today's today's was on self-esteem. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Whoa. Isn't that wild? Self-esteem equals seeing yourself as a flawed person and still holding yourself in high regard. And that's from Mm -hmm. Esther Pearl. I love her. She's I love her. But so doing a little self-care in the morning, like journaling is good because like the free form journaling, like um uh Julia, she did the uh the artist way, like she talks about what's what's the paid she has like pages, morning pages. Okay. The artist way. So she okay. does morning pages and that's like, you just, everything that you think you just pour it out on paper. And so what that does is it gets it out of your head and your heart so that you can kind of move through your day a little more, a little less like emotionally charged. Yes. Right. <laughs> but it also means like eating, sleeping, hydration, mm-hmm. but it's like emotional, mental, spiritual prep in the morning. Yeah. And, and that's my self-care. And then, you know, resting is so important. Have you heard of the HALT, an acronym HALT? Mm-hmm. And you're hungry, angry, lonely, tired. I thought it meant hormones, assholes, losers, and twats. No, <laughs> that is not what it means. <laughs> it means hungry. <laughs> I thought it was my hormones that were the yeah. problem. And that could be, could be flying in there. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Yeah. So that's what self-care means to me. It means take care of my own needs first Mm -hmm. so that I can be useful to others later, or at least not do any damage. Right. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And you should, I mean, everyone thinks that that, that's selfish to take care of yourself first, but like, if you are not good to yourself, you're not good, like on your own, I'm going to tell you right now, hundred thousand percent, you're not going to be good for anyone else i'm still surprised to hear that people think that self-care is selfish are you hearing that i think well and this is why i asked you to define your self-care because self-care has been marketed as bath bombs a candle like all these kind of like luxe luxury items that are really actually distracting and unavoidant from the actual like the heart of the matter. Um, 
like, yes, a, a candle and a bath bomb are fantastic. However, if you don't take care of yourself, like journaling or getting out, you know, frustrations or emotions that are just building up, you're not even going to like notice that candle or bath bomb. You yeah. know, you're, you're, it's not even going to, it's like tunnel vision when, when you don't, I think it should be called something different than self-care. It needs to have mm-hmm. like a higher meaning or something like self-preservation. Yeah. <laughs> right? Emotion- yeah. I talk a lot about emotion management. Yeah. You know, it's self-management really- is, is what it should be. Yeah. Let's um, change that. Let's, yeah. I, you I just coined it. There you go. Your self-care, self-care has just become too like hallmark, you know, too, yeah. too trivial. And people just throw that word around like it's nobody's business and we're expected to know what it means, but yeah. it's, it's so much deeper and self-care practices I think are so much more personal than, it is. than just um, trivial kind of things. Not trivial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just a bath bomb or a candle. It is not. This Although is I work. do love those things. <laughs> right? I mean, but you're you're able to appreciate them and, you know, show that gratitude even even deeper when when you've kind of like excavated all those emotions and you're able to actually relax and enjoy yourself. Yeah, it's about processing feelings to resolution. Yeah. So that when I do get in the bath, those aren't, you know, haunting me. It's not, I don't, you know, those thoughts will ruminate in your mind, those negative thoughts. And until, you know, it's like, oh, I I hear people talk about, oh, I have this negative loop going in and I just can't resolve it. And it's like, you need to stop denying it. You know, it's like what we resist persists. It's like, you gotta, that's why it's like, I was saying, you gotta lean in and like, give it space and feel it like Tara Brock has a great meditation called rain and it stands for recognize, allow, investigate, and nurture. And like, I love that. She's so good. I love her. She, uh, so it's like a free 10 minute meditation on YouTube. And I often use that meditation because it sort of is like, where are you at war with yourself? Yeah. Where are you at war with yourself? Is it work? Is it your body? Is it what? where are you at war with yourself? And then it's like a little process of like, allow it, allow the feelings to be like, give it a little space mm-hmm. and then investigate it. Like, where are you holding it in your body? And then nurture, like, what is it that you need? Right. What do you need? Like anger is she talks about anger being a sign of an unmet need. Mm. Is that good? And totally um, it is. Yeah. If I hmm. even think about like any time I've gotten angry or upset, it's like something's not fair something's not like fitting or I'm not getting what I need yeah 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 and so this rain it it allows you to sort of like scan your body feel your feelings and then forgive whatever needs to be forgiven and you know nurture yourself and then move move on yeah like result, it's like a way of actually processing and resolving negative feelings. I love that, that is self care. Yes, exactly. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Thank you for clarifying that. I love. <laughs> I love that. Thanks for for making that distinction. I think that's really important. 
because we could sit here and talk, I know, shoot the shit all day long. But if we're not taking action and, and changing and like processing, what's the point? What's the point? <laughs> yeah. Mental masturbation is what somebody calls it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I love that. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Um, Arlena, I love that so much. Thank you so much for sharing your time and your wisdom and experience with us. I really, really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. You're amazing. How fun is Arlena? Oh my gosh. I love her. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to rate subscribe, leave some comments, feedback. We love to hear what you have to say about the podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at A Sober Girls Guide. And don't sleep on that blog. Head to asobergirlsguide.com where we keep you lock, stocked, and loaded with how-to tips, tricks, you name it. Sober Girl Swag, we got it. We got you covered and anything in between. We also have downloadable workbooks, challenges. We got you, girl, for any part of your recovery journey. Sobergirlsguide.com has you covered. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.